Well, good morning. Very warm welcome to our service of worship on this third Sunday in Advent. And as we gather together to worship God, may you know God's loving presence with you. Our music is taken from worship audio tracks with all rights reserved. May the peoples praise you, God. May the peoples praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy. For you rule the peoples with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May the peoples praise you, God. May all the peoples praise you. Our first hymn on this third Advent Sunday is Mission Praise number 764, While Shepherds Watch Their Flocks by Night. pray together. Everlasting God, our Heavenly Father, we come before you this day to give you our thanks and praise for your great love for us in sending your Son, Jesus, from the glory of heaven to enter into our world to become one with us, to be our Redeemer, our Saviour, our Lord, and our Friend. 
we thank you that you have seen our need for forgiveness, for freedom, and for your friendship, and that you have responded to our need in Jesus. Loving Lord Jesus, as we wonder and marvel at how you, the Lord of Lords and King of Kings, would enter into our world as a baby, help us to respond to your grace and mercy and love. Forgive us for our sins, for the ways we have not lived as your faithful servants, and for the times we have forgotten that we have a Heavenly Father who is able to give us more than we can ask or imagine, because his love for us reaches to the skies and is wider than the ocean. Cleanse us and renew us by your most Holy Spirit, and help us to be your lights, reflecting your love and joy through Jesus Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Today we light the third candle of the Advent crown. This is the candle of joy. At the time of Jesus' birth, an angel of the Lord said to the shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Let's pray. Dear God, as the coming of Jesus, our Savior, draws near, fill us with the joy of your Holy Spirit and help us to share the joy of knowing Jesus with others. For Jesus is our joy. Amen. We're going to continue now with our, our next hymn, Go Tell It on the Mount. Hail. 
that blessed Christmas morn Go tell it on the mountain Over the hills and everywhere Go tell it on the mountain That Jesus Christ is born Go tell it on the mountain This morning is taken from the Old Testament, and we're going to read it, Isaiah chapter 52, read starting at verse 7. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. And at verse 13. See, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Just so there, as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his form marred beyond human likeness. So he will sprinkle many nations and kings will shut their mouths because of him. For what they were not told, they will see and what they have not heard, they will understand. Amen. Let's pray. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you for your living word and that you want to speak to us today to renew us and strengthen us in our faith. Help us to hear and to see all that you have for us by the power of your Spirit through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today we're thinking about God's promise of joy at Christmas through the coming of our Lord Jesus. And joy is something that we often think about when we come to worship around Christmas time. For example, the, uh, the hymn or the carol, Joy to the World, The Lord is Come, is what we often sing on Christmas Day. Earlier, we were thinking about the story of the angels and the shepherds and how the angel of the Lord said to the startled shepherds, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy 
for all the people. It was a message that was good news and one that would cause great joy, not just for them, but for all the people. And the news was, today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. It wasn't just that a baby would be born, as good news as that is, but that this baby was the promised saviour of the world, the Messiah, the Lord. And so we see from the gospel accounts surrounding the coming of Jesus that it was an event of worldwide significance and the result would be a cause for joy, great overflowing joy. When we think of Christmas today, we might also think of it being a joyful time, though that is not always the case. For some, it can be a very difficult time. But generally, we think about how we might see friends and loved ones and share meals and presents and have a good time together. For some, the joy is in the wonder of the lights on the tree, the candles, the decorations, and the sense of it being something special. Others of us enjoy hearing the Christmas story, seeing nativity scenes, listening to the carols, and being reminded of that story of angels and shepherds, of wise men and their gifts, gathering to see the Christ child born in the manger because there was no room at the inn. However, even with the best Christmas experiences, the joy we can feel soon passes with the decorations coming down and as we return to our daily lives. God's promise of joy through the coming of Jesus is something different though, something more than the, the feeling we have around Christmas time. And it's not something that depends on what's happening around us. It's not dependent on the ups and downs and the ever-changing circumstances of our lives. Rather, this kind of joy comes through receiving the Lord himself, who comes to us in every need and every circumstance with his saving power. Looking at today's reading from Isaiah 52, we have a very vivid description of how the Lord God was bringing good news that would bring great joy to his people at a time of exile, a time of great challenge and uncertainty. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation, who say to Zion, your God reigns. Listen, you watchmen, lift up your watchmen lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy. When the Lord returns to Zion, they will see it with their own eyes. To understand this description better, it's helpful to know that it's written from the point of view of someone remembering being in the city of Jerusalem. Because Jerusalem is surrounded by hills and mountains. And it used to be that in the city 
the city had watchmen posted around the walls, especially around night time. They had lookouts ready to warn people should the need arise because of approaching danger. And the first sign of someone approaching would be over the mountains on the horizon. As the watchmen strained to see, they would begin to make out movement, approaching the city across the horizon. But it isn't the approach of danger that's mentioned here in Isaiah 52. This is the approach of someone coming to proclaim good news to the people, good tidings of salvation. This was news that was going to cause the watchmen to lift their voices, not to raise the alarm, but to shout for joy. And the reason? It was because the Lord God was returning to save them, and they would see it with their own eyes. In the next verses, we get a bit more of a description of the state of things in Jerusalem at the time. It says, burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. We find that Jerusalem is in ruins. It's in a broken down state. It's been brought very low. And in fact, this is a description of the state of things after most of the people were taken away into exile in Babylon in the 6th century BC. The temple was destroyed and the walls were torn down. It was in a state of ruins. But the time would come when the people would return from exile and the temple would be rebuilt and the walls restored through the leadership of Ezra and Nehemiah respectively whom God used to bring comfort to his people following their exile. But the words of Isaiah 52, like scripture in general and and prophecy in general, don't just speak to that present time. They also speak forward to the coming Savior, whom God would send centuries later in the coming of Jesus. The Lord will lay bare his holy arm in the sight of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth will see the salvation of our God. And a few verses later, we have a description of our Lord Jesus as the servant who would give his life for the sins of the world. It describes how even through his death on the cross, even though that caused many people to be appalled at him as he looked at him on on the cross, it would be the means by which God would bring his saving power to us and indeed to the nations of the world. It says, see, my servant will act wisely. He will be raised and lifted up and highly exalted. Just as there were many who were appalled at him, his appearance was so disfigured beyond that of any human being and his form marred beyond human likeness, so he will sprinkle many nations. And the sprinkling of many nations refers prophetically to Jesus' blood being shed for us to cover and to cleanse us from our sin so we can be forgiven and set free to know and receive the gift of God's love and his presence with us forever. 
in the New Testament, in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2, it says that Jesus came from heaven knowing that he would die for us on the cross. It says, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. That means he came anticipating the cross, but not coming just for that, but for the joy that would happen afterwards. The joy of knowing many, many people would be rescued through his death from the darkness of sin and the suffering that comes from it through his sacrifice. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross. And so in laying down his life, our Lord Jesus became the source of joy for us by making a way for us to enter into, the, into a new life as God's children. He made a way for us to receive the gift of God's Holy Spirit, the Spirit of joy, who leads us into truth and life. He came for the joy of knowing that we would come to him to be forgiven, to be made new, to be born again into his family. And through the transforming work of God's Spirit, we can know joy in every circumstance as we learn to know and to trust and to rely on our Heavenly Father to lead us and to provide for us every day of our lives. It is a process. It is something we learn as we learn to give our burdens over to God, as we learn to trust him, to look to him rather than the things that challenge us. But these words of Isaiah 52, because they are God's living word which is active today, I also speak to us today. And in the Bible, sometimes mountains represent the obstacles we face or the things that we think are too big for us to overcome. But the good news of Jesus is that he is in the business of moving mountains. Even when they seem to be mountains surrounding us on every side, like they surrounded the city of Jerusalem. And our Lord Jesus has overcome the biggest obstacles of all, the obstacles of sin and death and evil, to make a way for us to find forgiveness and life and wholeness. And indeed, there are no obstacles too big, no mountains before us that are too high for us to overcome with God, our Savior. How beautiful in the mountains are the feet of those who bring good news, who proclaim peace, who bring good tidings, who proclaim salvation. Our God is also in the business of restoring ruins, of mending the broken things, of redeeming what was lost. In Isaiah 52, Jerusalem was in ruins. The people were in a poor state, and some may have given up or lost hope that things would ever be good again. But the message was one that God was coming to comfort them in their distress and restore what was lost. Burst into songs of joy together, you ruins of Jerusalem. Imagine that ruins being encouraged to sing 
representing the ruins that people's lives were in. It wasn't to look around them and see what was. It was to look to God and see what could be with his help. Burst into songs of joy, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. And in Psalm 147, the first three verses also speaks of God's care for those who are hurting or brokenhearted. Praise the Lord, how good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exiles of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. And so whatever mountains are ahead or around us, whatever obstacles our Lord is able to lead us through because he has overcome them all and whatever parts of our lives or hopes are in ruins and whatever ways our hearts are broken our living Lord is able to come to us to give us his comfort and to heal us and to restore us for God our Savior is able to give us a joy that lasts and to give us his hope that never fails. So let's come to receive from him now. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty God, our Saviour, thank you for your love and goodness that seeks us out in the midst of our deepest needs to bring forgiveness and healing. Thank you that you are the one who is able to move the mountains and restore us with your loving kindness through Christ our Lord. As we think of the joy of your coming to us to be our Saviour, renew your joy in us today as we welcome you and receive your renewing strength through your Holy Spirit who is our comforter and guide. Lord of all the mountains and the oceans, the hills and the valleys, as we bring our gifts and offerings and ourselves to you, help us always to be grateful for your great provision for us and your blessings which are new every day. In this time of change and challenge, when the world itself seems to move so fast, lead us with your strong arms and grant us your wisdom in all we do in your name. We pray especially for those known to us in need and to ask for your healing, your comfort, your strength and your peace. Help us to reach out with arms of love in Christ's name to share the blessings you have given us so freely with those in need. We pray for all those working in the health service and in care homes, for your protection and keeping as they seek to administer the new vaccine, as well as all the other activities of looking after those in their care. We pray for all those who govern us, for your wisdom and guidance through the many challenges that lie ahead. 
And we pray for those who work to alleviate poverty and suffering throughout our world. Thank you, Lord, that you are working out your purposes in our world and that today is coming when all pain and suffering will cease and the world will be renewed in the light of your love through Christ our Lord. Help us to remain faithful to you and the calling you have given us to share the good news of great joy for all the people until Christ returns in glory. Amen. Our closing hymn from Mission Praise number 449 is Love Divine, All Loves Excelling. Let us see thy 
and now a blessing for Advent. Look forward in hope and joy to the coming of your Saviour. Prepare the way for Christ your Lord. Welcome him with love and faith when he comes in glory. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you this day and remain with you always. Amen.